Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we are talking about studying the Bible and this is a part two episode of our original one. We just felt like this was necessary because our first episode about studying the Bible was um, just not very structured and we feel felt like we needed to give a little bit more information and more guidance with studying the Bible. Yeah, we kind of just wanted to sit down and have a personal chat with you guys of some stuff we do and what resources we found helpful or what questions we like to ask ourselves when reading the Bible. Just because um, reading the Bible is such a critical skill in your walk with God. And we just really want to hit on this again. And I'm sure we'll even have more episodes on this in the future because it Mm -hmm. is so extremely important. So we just want to revisit this topic and um, really just shed some more light on how to read your Bible. Right. Because you can sit and read your Bible for X amount of time, read X amount of verses every day. But if you're not being intentional about it and really getting something from it, it's a waste of your time, honestly. Yeah, I've I've truly, let me rephrase that, I have truly grown the most when I started learning how to read my Bible because I was then able to feed myself. I didn't necessarily need just the pastor to feed me or just the Christian song or just a um, good devotion. I was able to use my Holy Spirit to interpret and use scripture and feed myself. I went from that infant stage of needing to be fed by someone else to now being able to learn and grow because I know how to use the tool of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Bible, like we've mentioned before, is super foundational in our relationship with Christ. And it gets to a point where we need to move on from the baby food stage and the being spoon fed stage. And We need to start taking things into our own hands and um, reading the Bible on our own. So, yeah, we're just going to go a little bit more in depth with what that looks like in our lives. Yeah, so for myself in particular, when, not when, but every time almost I open the Bible, I just go through a book of the Bible. I'm not one that really likes to ping around and, you know, one day read in Psalms and one day read in Hebrews. I really like to pick a book and work from front to back. That way, um, I really make sure I'm getting the biblical context or I understand what's happening in the chapter before as well as in the chapter after. However, in doing that, um, sometimes I will read something and I'll be like, huh, I want to learn more about this and I'll look up other scripture references and then I'll go to another verse to read a little bit about that somewhere else in the Bible. But for the most part, I in particular stick to a book. Like right now I'm reading um, through Daniel. Wow, really had to (laughs) pick my brain there. And so I started, you know, at chapter one, I'm going to work my way all the way through it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Do you do that too, Ella? What do you? Yeah, I pick up the book of the Bible and I typically read about a chapter of that a day, just depending on how long it is, how much time I have, whatever. Um, right now, I am reading Hebrews and lately I've been reading a lot out of the New Testament and just because that's a lot easier to read than the Old Testament. Um, so anyways, I just soap a chapter of that. Um, we've kind of walked through the soap method before and just scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Um, but along with that, I really like the Enduring Word app. And even though I do have a study Bible that does give some commentary, the Enduring Word app gives some really in-depth explanation. And like I said, I don't read a ton of the Old Testament, which I definitely should do more of. But that really, really helps with things that are hard to understand, like some of the prophecy and things like that. And it really just, if I'm struggling to get get something out of what I'm reading that day, then I go to the app and read through the commentary. And that just allows me to dig a little bit deeper. So, um, yeah, I just, I really like that app. Yeah, and me and Ella both read through one book of the Bible at a time because it takes some of the guesswork out of where to read next because I've noticed that a common um, problem with new believers is they don't know where to start. Or once they pick somewhere, they read a little bit, and then the next day they're like, oh, okay, well, now what do I read Mm -hmm. now? And so picking a book of the Bible like Ruth or Daniel or Hebrews or Romans or any book of the Bible and just starting at chapter one and working your way through really just creates kind of a plan for yourself so you don't have to second guess. Also, I just want to mention that when I read a book of the Bible from front to back, I don't necessarily read a chapter every single day. Quite honestly, I read like 10 to 12 verses because sometimes that's all I can handle. I really want to sit and meditate on that and get um, as much as I can out of that, but Mm -hmm. that's grown with my faith. You know, before I was able to read a whole chapter and gain a couple pieces of information from it, and now I really like to sit and pare that down to a couple verses. So it's really personal preference, and it will grow with you. Right, yeah. And I think the biggest, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but just the motivation, I guess, getting motivated to read your Bible, to start doing that, to make a routine out of that, is having a plan and knowing what you're going to read, how you're going to read it, and all of that. So just if you're struggling to get into the Word, have a plan of what you're going to do when you do read the Bible and figure out what you want to start with, how much you want to read every day, because that alone is going to help a lot. Oh, yeah. And as Ella was saying a little bit earlier about her Enduring the Word app, I have a study Bible. I have the ESV study Bible. So as I'm reading through certain passages, and maybe it's a tricky verse, I can look um, at that verse and then go below under the passage in my Bible. It explains it out for me. And 
um, I love this because I'm able to understand more. And like I said, I explained some prophecies in the Old Testament or just things I never would have necessarily known by just reading the Bible on my own. So like Ella uses the Enduring the Word app. I like to use um, my my Bible's Mm -hmm. um, commentary or my study Bible notes. Yeah, yeah. And my Bible is called the Jesus Bible. So it's not necessarily a study Bible with like specific, here's what this verse means. It just, all throughout, it talks about how Jesus is like the way, the truth, the life. And I really like that because in the Old Testament, it just points to Jesus and um, it just shows how the entire Bible connects. It all connects and there's no Um, It doesn't have specific verse references like my particular Bible. However, there is um, notes and passages all about, like Ella was saying, that points right back to Jesus and really just points right back to the core and says, hey, here's the central theme of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Along with the Enduring Word app, I like the Bible Project. So they have YouTube videos and a podcast and That just walks through each book of the Bible and explains what it's about, who wrote it, some background on the time period and stuff, because context is super important when you are reading the Bible and knowing what is going on there. So that is super helpful to me when I am going to start a new book of the Bible, just uh, listening to that, just to help myself out, get in the right mindset to start this chapter of the Bible. Yeah, each um, video by that company is only about five to 10 minutes long. So like Ella said, every time I start a new chapter in my Bible, I go watch the video and you can just find them on YouTube. I just, you know, search in. If I'm reading Ruth, I just type in Ruth Bible Project and the video will pop up. It's really just this guy drawing on a screen and then they talk through the different stories um, that are in that chapter and I it has helped so much because I'm able to see an overview of the entire book so when I get to a confusing part I'm like oh I remember seeing that I remember him drawing that picture and it really just helps bring that story to life and makes more sense in my brain mm-hmm. yeah I also like to use the Version app and the bible plans they have on there and that's definitely not my main Um, source of where I read my Bible. I like to do that, you know, with my physical Bible and my notebook, but it's really nice that they have Bible plans on there. Um, Like Addie and I are going through the New Testament in in a year on there right now, and they have like devotions and stuff on there too, which are really nice. Yeah, this app, unlike Ella, is actually pretty big in my life. I use this app every single day. And I, with a certain couple people, do a plan every single day. So with Ella, I'm doing one, like she said, about walking through the whole Old Testament. And I also do it with another friend. And so every single day, we're able to read that. And then we send each other back. So you read the devotion, you read the scripture passage, and then it has a part for like notes. And so then I can type in there like, wow, I really loved how this passage was showing me about the sovereignty of God. And I'll 
and be like, this really helps me in my life because I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. And then I can type it and send it and it sends to the other person who's also doing the plan. I love this because if you are new to reading your Bible, it helps keep you accountable because you get that notification on the phone that I said, hey, your friend has read this and they've sent you a message of what Mm -hmm. this means to them. And so it really keeps you accountable of um, getting on there. Also, it has streaks. So like Snapchat, (laughs) you can keep a streak of how many times you have entered your Bible app. That honestly doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't motivate me. But I know for some of my other friends, that's a huge motivation to them of like, oh my gosh, I got to go read my Bible because I'm going to lose my Bible streak. Which, I mean, if that motivates you, I guess it motivates you. But (laughs) Uh, yeah, Um, developing a relationship with the Lord should be our true motivation but hey whatever gets you into the word i guess <laughs> and to be honest i've i really like that app i'm not trying to like sell it and sell it to you guys but i really like that app because i've used it a lot with non-believers or people who have not yet you know put their faith and trust in jesus and who it's kind of scary to open the bible because when you start a plan on there it specifically tells you what to read so if you yeah. struggle with i don't know what to read that's an awesome place to start because you can type in the um, little search bar like I'm struggling with pride or I'm struggling with lying and five plans will pop up about lying and you click on them. It's got your devotion. You read through it. You read through the scripture and you can join friends. So yeah, not trying to sell a plan, but I really like that app. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Anyways, I if you are a new believer, or not even a new believer, but if you're just wondering where to start with reading the Bible, the book of John, my number one recommendation right there, really, really good, walks through the gospel of Jesus really well. Um, So yeah, I would just recommend the book of John is a good starting point. Yeah, I can't actually remember what book I started when I first started reading the Bible, but I'm sure it was along the lines of John, maybe. (laughs) But another kind of bouncing off of Ella's thought there, I was thinking about um, when I was little, I used to always watch these um, little like cartoons called What's in the Bible with Buck Denver. Any like Bible nerds are growing up in a Christian home, please like send us a DM and tell me that you've watched these these videos because I really want to know. But anyway, these it's kind of like Veggie Tales where it's um, just these cartoons and puppets telling you about all the little stories in the Bible. However, I am 19 years old and about two weeks ago, I just watched another one of them because <laughs> they are so informative. I have learned <laughs> so much from watching cartoons talk oh, on the man. screen. Oh my gosh. I was learning about like the Torah and wow. Old Testament history. Yeah. Yeah. From puppets? From puppets. Wow. Specifically See, a puppet puppet named Buck Denver, <laughs> in case you're wondering. I grew up in a Christian household, yet I've never watched that. I've seen Veggie Tales, but never What's in the Bible. I currently, on that table over there, I've got about five DVDs, so oh, we yeah, can totally I see do them. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> just saying, if you have Right Now Media, which is basically a Christian Netflix, um, I know you should... I know some churches pay for their congregation to be able to get it for free. I know my church in particular does that. So maybe look into it because your church might pay for it. But really, it's just a Christian Netflix. And I know in particular that What's in the Bible with Buck Denver 
is on right now media as well as a bunch of other christian movies so that's another um thing i like to use a lot that's awesome i've never actually heard of that right really media yeah dang i feel like i'm so cut off from the world like i've never seen what's in the bible don't have right now media right now media is great hmm on right now media it's not just like netflix it's also a ton of video what do you call it video devotions so if you were like running a bible study it'd be great for you because you just like play like week one and then you can watch it however even if you're not running bible study and you just want to do this on your own time you know you can watch week one and then the second day watch week two and you it will walk through you know a certain topic of like lying or the book of the bible and so that really gives you a good plan as well Hmm. interesting so i also we've kind of mentioned study bibles and stuff but if you don't have a study bible i highly highly recommend one because they are great we can link some of our personal recommendations but study bibles help a ton especially because i know before i had a study bible i would read something or come across something that i didn't really understand But I was just like, oh, whatever. I just brushed past it, didn't think about it. And having a study Bible really helps to um, just dig and get those questions answered. Yeah. Another like plug. I feel like I'm plugging something every four minutes. But Christian Bookstore is where I bought my study Bible. And study Bibles can be a bit spendy. However, I bought a like not a used one, but it's, it's called slightly imperfect. So it's not completely perfect. I personally, all I found was one blank page in there. So one page forgot to, not like, <laughs> oh my goodness, Addie, <laughs> no, you it, could be missing something huge. <laughs> no, it didn't forget to print. It was just an extra blank page. Oh, I checked. I was okay. a little concerned. Okay. But anyway, you can buy these slightly imperfect Bibles that they might have a little dent in the cover or something, and that can greatly reduce the price. So if you're looking at like, hey, I want to get a study Bible, but they're kind of spendy, try Christian Bookstore and look at their slightly imperfect ones. Mm-hmm. Just saying, because I really like my slightly imperfect one, and we're all imperfect people, so you can surely buy an imperfect Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God takes us um, as imperfect sinful people, so... You can take an imperfect study Bible. Yeah, as long as all the pages are in there. <laughs> you might be missing something huge. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, so a big thing with studying and reading the Bible is keeping the focus off of yourself. Because I know a lot of times it is really easy to try to read the Bible and be like, what can I get out of this? Where do I fit in here? what's my place in this, in God's plan, whatever, whatever. And while it's not bad to have takeaways, like, you know, today I'm going to focus on what I read today or whatever. I don't think that's all bad, but we just need to be really careful not to put ourselves at the center because that really shifts the focus of the Bible. And the Bible is not about us. It's about God and the gospel and Jesus Christ and his redemption for all of us. And so placing yourself at the center and reading it just to get something out of it for yourself can be really dangerous. 
Yeah, I know for myself, when I first started reading the Bible, I would always flip it open, I'd read through it, and then in my notebook, I'd be like, okay, this is what I can do today because this is what the Bible says. Like, I need to X, Y, Z. And that was unhealthy. And I didn't actually realize it at that point because I was coming to the Bible of saying, okay, what can I do? What do I need to change? And it's not what, yes, we need to change, but it's not really, it's not on us. Like we always say, it is not me, but you. And the story of the Bible is about God. It's not necessarily about us. Yes, we are in there, but it is by the grace of God that we are saved and it was him first. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important that we need to um, keep our perspective on the author of the Bible rather than the one reading it. And we do this by asking ourselves a couple questions while reading this passage. Yeah, Yeah, so these are some questions that... I really like to go to and use when I am struggling with just focusing in on the text I read and like, okay, I read this, but I have no idea what I just read, you know, that sort of thing. So here's some questions you could go ahead and write down. So the first question is, what do I see about God and his character in this passage? So, you know, obviously that is keeping the focus on God and who he is in that passage. Another question is, what does God do slash say in this passage? What do I see about what God loves and hates? And what is motivating God to do what he does? Yeah, notice how every single one of those questions had the word God in it, but they never had you or us. Mm -hmm. The focus is on what has God done and what is he doing rather than what can I do? Right. And I think it's super um, helpful for me when, like, sometimes you read Paul's letters, and God doesn't always just speak. It's not necessarily like uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, when Jesus is saying things. So that helps to um, look at that and see what is God saying? What is he doing here? And same with some of the stuff in the Old Testament too, just paying attention to what God is doing in that passage. Yeah. Another thing I like to ask myself when reading the Bible is just putting myself in the character's shoes. So I'm like, wow, what was this person feeling? Like if I, I'm putting myself in the situation, shouldn't necessarily do that, but just considering their emotions, considering what they went through, and that can really, I feel like it transforms the story because I understand it more because I'm like, wow, God was really so powerful in this situation because if I was dealing with this, like what would, you know, it, mm-hmm. it makes the Bible come to life when I'm able to consider it from the character's perspective. Yeah, that reminds me of the Chosen app slash show that we've talked about multiple times now but like Addie said it really brings the bible to life um just watching Jesus's life yeah seeing that firsthand another thing that I like to do before I read the bible is just doing like a pre-prayer almost so before I open the bible just really quickly like one or two minutes I'm like hey god um Thank you. Thank you so much for the gift of your word. Thank you so much for this day. God, I just ask that you would direct me in this time that I give to you. I just ask that you would lead me to a certain passage and that I would be able to learn and grow from your truth. 
just lead me today, God. And that really, um, it sets me right before God. I feel like I'm humbly being like, you know what, this, this is, this is the time I'm giving you. And it's really growing that relationship between me and Christ. It, it really just centers me and gets me in a good mindset before I begin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I have mentioned this before, but Reading the Bible is so, so important for Christians because that is how God communicates with us. And it hurts to hear this, but if you're not reading the Bible, you are spiritually starving and you need the Bible in your life. So I know we're all busy and we all lead busy lives, but making time with God a priority will truly transform your day-to-day life. Like, I know for myself, I always try to read my Bible in the morning, and if I don't, my whole day is just off. It doesn't feel right, and so I just, I really hope that this episode will help you to get motivated to read your Bible every day because it is super important as Christians. Yeah, it is our most important relationship. And if we're truly saying, hey, like, what's your most important relationship in life? Oh, my relationship with God. Well, are we living a life that's really showcasing that? Like, am I actively coming to the word and looking to grow that relationship? Or is it just something I think about and maybe spend five minutes in? And I am just as guilty as this. I cannot sit here and condemn people. That is not my job. I'm not trying to do that. However, I struggle with this all the time. I get distracted. And one of the things I've had to do for myself is removing my phone. Where I'm like, you know what? I can start reading my Bible and then someone sends me a text. I'm like, it's fine. I'm just going to really quick text them back. Text them back. And then I'm distracted. Or, hey, I need to look this up. I look this up and then somehow I'm on Instagram. Like, what? So... I really had to be intentional about this. You know, if I really am truly caring about someone, I'm going to put my phone away. Same Mm -hmm. like if I'm going to go out to eat with Ella and I truly care about her and the person, I'm going to keep my phone in my pocket because Ella is more important than my phone. Well, thanks. Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's so true. If I'm valuing this relationship with Christ, I'm going to put my phone away. I'm going to say, you know what? You're the one that's most important here. Here I am. You've got my time and you've got my time fully. So, yeah, I know know for me, I always have to put my phone on do not disturb, put it out of sight, out of mind, um, just so I can focus well. And I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but I've heard somewhere that you wouldn't give your friend or significant other, whoever it may be, you wouldn't give them 20 minutes a day to and expect your relationship to be good so if christ is the most important relationship in your life you can't expect to give him five minutes a day and expect your relationship with him to be good and um i just think that's really important to keep in mind no you don't have to study the bible for three hours a day but you should be giving god some time of day and praying to him and reading his word because you can't expect your relationship to work out well with him if you're not spending time with him. Yeah. I love what you said, Ella. However, you just destroyed my next point. <laughs> just destroyed it. My next point was start small and start practical with five minutes a day. <laughs> Thanks, Ella. So sorry. Okay. Take what Ella said. Now, take what I'm going to say. <laughs> if you are a beginner and you have never read the bible before 
um, I've always heard that disappointment comes from expectations. So if we have this expectation of, I am going to spend 30 minutes today reading my Bible. It's going to be great. I'm going to get so much out of it. Christ is just going to show me all of these things. And then we get distracted and we don't get as much out of it. And we only get to spend 15 minutes. We're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so we really have to be careful about um, setting too high of expectations for ourselves because it's going to lead to disappointment. So I would be like, let's start, let's start practical here. Let's start small and maybe with five minutes a day because God is going to see and he's going to reward consistency. And it takes a while for that hunger to grow. And that's, that was another one of my points is maybe you don't always like to read your Bible that's okay. However, let's pray about it. I know I've had that in my life before of like, wow, this seems like a chore and I don't want to do about it. Let's pray about it. Let's come to the Lord and be like, God, I know this is something you want for my life. And I know this is so valuable. However, I'm not always looking forward to it. So God, like, please give me this hunger for Mm -hmm. you. God answers prayers. Right. So let's come to him and let's ask. Well, and our sinful human flesh doesn't just naturally, instinctively want to read the Bible and spend time with God. And so that's why it's super important for us to pray and ask God to give us that hunger so that we are motivated to get into his word every day. Yeah, another thing that can motivate us is an accountability partner of someone being like, hey, I read my Bible today, did you? Mm -hmm. Or even we have this thing called Snapchat. So (laughs) I can wake up in the morning, read my Bible and send a Snapchat to my accountability partner and be like, hey, read my Bible. I don't have to Mm -hmm. say anything. I can just send you a picture of my Bible and you know what I'm doing. And that's kind of just be like, oh, I should do that too. Because when we see someone doing something, we're like, oh yeah, I need to do that too. We strive after that. So having that is really important and really helpful in my own life has been. Yeah, that I have an accountability partner with reading my Bible and that definitely helps for weekends or days I want to just lay in bed. I'm like, oh, wow, shouldn't lay in bed for 30 minutes this morning because I know they're going to text me tonight and tell me what they read and I don't want to be like, oh, good job, I didn't read anything. Yeah. So it definitely helps. Pinballing pinballing off of what Ella said she's talking about reading her bible in the morning I too kind of just started this new thing where I don't even get out of bed before I read my bible and it's because I found I'm most motivated to read my bible when I don't get out of bed because I'm like huh I not only get to lay in bed for like 30 more minutes but I get to read my bible so it's like I'm allowing myself to stay in bed longer but only if I read my bible Does that make sense? I'm like helping myself out. So really my alarm goes off. I stop it. I turn over. I grab my Bible, turn my lamp on, and I just go at it. And if I, I, the more I, the more I've gotten into that habit, the less likely I am to forget it because I do it first thing. Because if not, I get too busy and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go grab this. And then I start this and now I got to leave for work and crap, I don't have time. Yeah. And so if I don't start that first thing, Mm -hmm. I I just don't get to it. Right. I can't do that because the moment I wake up in the morning, I have to pee and I'm hungry and I need to put my contacts in. And overall, I... (laughs) 
I need to give myself some time to get in the right mindset and I'm not grumpy early morning Ella. Um, but I still really like to read my Bible in the morning because that's what just gets me in the good headspace to go about the rest of my day. Yeah, I've noticed that too. We've talked about it before. If I don't read my Bible, I feel off or I just feel like, huh, something's missing today that I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another key part to getting into the word every day is just having consistency and developing that routine and those habits so that you don't have an excuse not to get into the Bible when you have time set aside for it. And um, just really having enough time to do that is super important. Um, Because if you're not giving yourself the right amount of time, then it's rushed and it gets pushed off and it doesn't get done and all sorts of things. So consistency is super important. But also with that, kind of like Addie had said, start small and practical at first. I think it's kind of like New Year's resolutions when you want to start like working out every morning and then you miss a morning and then you just don't get back into it. So having consistency is important to help you keep up with it every day, but also know if you do miss a day, it's not the end of the world. Just start again the next day, you know? Yeah, Ella was talking about New Year's resolutions. And I always heard, you know, if you want to work out every morning, you should put on your workout equipment and sleep in it because that way you wake up and you're already ready to go. And so you're more made of, so you're more motivated to go to the gym. Same thing with reading your Bible. If you pre-program your coffee pot to start at 6 a.m. and you set out your Bible and you set out your notebook and you have the pen right there, so all you have to do is wake up and it's all there, it's ready, and it's staring you in the face. So it's it's harder to say no. Like we can we can do those little things to make it easier on ourselves when it's not always easy to open the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well. I think that's all the tips I have for now with um, getting into the Bible every day. Yeah, we've thrown a lot of different um, things that we use out at you guys. And I think it's just super important for you guys to just try out a couple of these things and see if it works. And if not, that's okay. Like we all have different things that work for us. And really, we just... We just have seen how much we have grown. Our spiritual lives have grown from getting into the Bible. So we're just trying to share what we know. We don't know everything, but this is what's helped us. And Mm -hmm. we really just hope it works for you. And we're praying. We're praying for that. We're praying for you guys that you guys would also develop a hunger for the word. Yeah, definitely. So feel free to reach out to us um, in our social media if you've tried any of these things or if you have different methods that you like to try. Um, We love trying out new things. So definitely let us know. And um, yeah, I guess we'll see you all in our next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.